Hey, Hannah. Let's agree for me to never start it off by saying yo ever again. I kind of like it, though. But you know, you, you, do you hear that sound? No. Know what it sounds like? What? Consistency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I think we have finally got onto a more consistent schedule. Hopefully. Well, that does sound like, oh, I thought you meant consistency with me saying yo, and I was like, I hope that's not a constant thing. But yes, this does seem like a more consistent schedule if we, you know, make it past two consistencies. <laughs> don't, don't jinx it, though. Don't jinx it. <laughs> I'm not jinxing it. I'm just uh, speaking from prior experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither of us just need like n- n- neither of us need to get sick uh, for any no. reason. Um, well, the thing is, if we do get sick with the thing that's going around, it's not like we'll have anything better to do. <laughs> true. Yeah, but like, what are the other reasons that we put off? Like, we don't we don't go to any other theater festivals. Mm-mm. Don't get cast we, at any shows. We can't do anything. We can't do anything. Yeah, exactly. Just be consistent. We have no excuses. Nope. No excuses. Absolutely none. Yeah. How are you, Hannah? I'm I'm tired. Yeah, I feel that. Mm. No, I, I I I feel that in my knees, which is like a weird thing to say, but like, long story short, so I am residing in Wisconsin for the time being, um, and we did the Wisconsin just enacted like a stay-at-home policy, um. So yesterday, like right when we knew the policy was going to like take action, but like it hadn't been in place yet, I made a mad dash to where we go to school because I still have an apartment there that's full of stuff. And I like mad dashed, like packed a bunch of stuff and like brought it home. And I spent the whole day just carrying boxes and my knees are killing me. Yeah. So a lot of people did that because where we go to school just enacted the same thing. Mm. Yeah, it's. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah. Crazy time. But Hannah, is do you have any news for us? Am I supposed to have news for us? <laughs> I thought that was your segment. I oh, you, can't, you can really see how tired I am. Uh, <laughs> you know, now that we're more consistent, there's really not a lot of new news. Gotcha. All right, don't worry. I'll edit all of this out. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, Rick Riordan is also self-isolating. Yes. Yeah. That's new. Do we actually? Someone was sent us some news. If we want to go into our DMs, though. Yes, I love when the fans uh, have their stuff done and I don't. Yes. Oh, I don't have Instagram on my phone right now so i will need you to read the dms please no problemo all right so we got a couple of dms uh let me i'm trying to figure out i think this is where we stopped last time okay so going through our dms we got so we had gotten some corrections from last week by the way i did see a lot of that yeah i don't know anything about kane chronicles so yeah i, I miss like i was in the wrong at all i, I misspoke about the kane chronicles yeah so walt underscore a bunch of numbers says the god that sadie kane liked was anubis not set because now like as soon as this message came in like like that guy like made sense because i'm like it's one of the death 
people in Egyptian mythology. Yeah, and, and I if, knew it wasn't Walt, but I didn't know who it was, so I wasn't gonna say anything. Exactly. Yeah, and like it's one of the deaf people. Set and Set was just the only one that I could think of. And uh, yeah. Walt also goes on talking talking about the other kid named Walt, and that's like the, the love triangle there. Which, as much as I love the King Chronicles, when I read that in the series, um, I, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like just reminded me too much of Twilight. Um I didn't like Rachel, Annabeth, and Percy for that same reason. Mm. Uh, I, I guess I didn't I didn't see that as much of a love triangle though, because none of them were interested in, in each other yet. Well Rachel was interested in Percy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But like everyone I guess it's not a love triangle technically, but like everyone wanted Percy and Annabeth to be a thing so bad that we like made it into one. Yeah. Oh, we got some cool. Technically, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got some cool fan art. Um, one of them. I did see that. Yeah. So Ella, I sent this to you as soon as I got this message. So Ella Malark, I believe, is how you say her username. Uh, drew a picture of Hannah. Uh, with I loved it so it, much. Yeah. So we're gonna be posting that on our Instagram. We also got another really cool piece of fan art. Uh, if I can find it, uh, it's by Mioni, Mioni's Prophecy. Um, it's one of my favorites, I think, because it's a recreation of a, a boomerang that we did a long time ago when we were recording early in the morning. Do you remember I this? I saw that one, yeah, with the book on my head. Yes, it is. It was very, very cute. Thank it's, you so much. It was, yeah, I loved it so much. Uh, so we'll be posting those on our Instagram. Uh uh we got some love from samar how do you say it samayaj morris clan i'm guessing that's how i'm so sorry i am not looking at it but it sounds wrong yes i'm sorry i'm probably saying it wrong i am the worst with names um all right and so we got a really cool message from Katakito? Katakito? You are so... I'm so sorry. I'm so bad at names. Okay. When you when you send us a message, please send us how to say your name. An IPA, too. The how International to Phonetical Alphabet. The IPA. If you have a nickname or, like, a code name you want to go by, please send it. Yeah. Because... I, I'm terrible at just saying regular, in, like, in, like any word in the English language. Like, I'm more likely to butcher it just because I've lived in so many places, so I have a lot of weird, different, like, local dialects. Mm-hmm. So, if it's anything, like, not, like, Bob, I struggle <laughs> with pronouncing it. Yeah. So. Uh, this, yeah. Uh, this person did. So her name is Katrina. She does. So she does say that in her message. I just had to dig in her message for it. But so she goes, "Hey guys, I'm just listening to the newest episode of your podcast, and I just wanted to comment on what Hannah said because it's so 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 true. She said that Percy Jackson feels like a big thing online, but it is still sort of niche in real life. Yet I feel like Percy Jackson or all of Rick Riordan's works are actually pretty big in the U.S. I'm from Europe, and I met exactly one other PGO fan." 
fan after reading the book since a little over 10 years. What do you believe is the reason for PGO not being not as big as Harry Potter when it really is everything you would want to read as a middle schooler, but also as a young adult? We all know it's very inclusive, which is why it might be even more suited for kids, because it helps them accepting who they are. Also, I feel like Greek mythology is a well-chosen theme because many kids are interested in it. So I'm curious, what is your opinion on why it never got as big as Harry Potter? I personally really believe... I... Oh, hold on, there's more message. Um, I personally really believe that the failed movies were w- one big aspect, but I, I can't. It, it, but it can't be the only one, right? So, sorry about my English. Stay healthy and wash your hands. Your podcast is helping a lot during the quarantine. Thank you Best with best regards from Germany, Katrina. That English was wonderful yeah so better than mine is and that's my only language better than mine and i'm a professional writer yeah yeah uh <laughs> i have some reasons because mm-hmm. i think about this a lot the failed movies is definitely one it's yeah. definitely it's like the main one um another thing is i think that percy jackson was heavily targeted to middle schoolers mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of times middle schoolers don't want to do things that are meant for them mm-hmm. Um, yeah like as a teacher of middle schoolers yes yes i mean i don't think i don't think kids really want to do things that people are like oh you have to do this like you have to read this book it's in your age range i remember when i started reading harry potter it was because my librarian told me it'd be too hard for me Mm. so the first she said you can't read these till fourth grade because it's too hard for you so the very first day of fourth grade i marched in there and grabbed the book with like this really snug look on my face because I read it like a, I, I'm a, I don't want to brag, but I read at a, a high school level in third grade. Oh, wow. Like, I was, I was just a good reader, so I was like, don't you insult my intelligence, and I picked <laughs> up Harry Potter. And, um, and that's why you love so Annabeth. I, yeah, and so I feel like, try, with the more you target things, like, people are going to want to read stuff that you aren't trying to push on them, mm-hmm. and I feel like people try to push Percy Jackson's, like, a a middle school book. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, not so much anymore that there's more of them, mm-hmm. but like scholastic book fairs, I think really, you know, and the cool kids don't want to do what's in the scholastic book fairs. And sorry, I had a lot of trauma in middle school and elementary <laughs> school because I like to read. Um, I also, Harry Potter, like, I don't know what it is about it, but I think for a lot of people in the U.S., especially adults, mm-hmm. you feel fancier reading something written by a non-American author. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, um, it's like, there's a term ooh, for it. Oh, Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Also, I feel like one of the reasons why it's not as big as Harry Potter is strictly because like it came after harry potter and, and we see the same yeah. and we see the same thing with like um i think the hunger games is another so like harry potter was a big pinnacle in literature that's like all inclusive with its age um yeah, and also absolutely. is and also is so is hunger games and so these two big pinnacles and then you have other series that are not necessarily maybe not trying to copy it but are similar enough that it kind of falls into the same genre. Well, yeah, and, and there's... maybe I think another thing is a lot of people are big Harry Potter fans and don't want to read anything that's like Harry Potter. Mm. And I do think that Percy Jackson has a lot of strong Harry Potter vibes to it, especially oh, yeah. like the 
Especially in the chapters of school or a camp and then like growing up with them. Especially in the chapters that we're about to do today, actually. I was thinking oh, of this all sure. the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's like going back to what I was saying though, with the, the with these pinnacles in literature, and then you have series that may not be trying to copy it but are similar enough, it feel and because the, those kind of get swallowed in with the, the copycats, uh-huh. I guess, of these pinnacles. Uh-huh. So like another example I think is so Hunger Games became a really big thing, and then Divergent, and oh, Divergent, I and I have both of those books on my bookshelf right now. Yeah, and they're both great books, but Hunger the Games. Last Divergent book is the worst book I've ever read in my life. Mm. But carry on. Yeah, but like so, like um, you know, they're they're both you know these dystopian sci-fi novels of of children uprising essentially, and. The fact that Divergent came after Hunger Games, it's like you're a younger or even a middle child that you're standing in the shadow of your older sibling. Yeah, well, in the same thing, the movie adaptation was also not as good. Yeah. Like, if you're going to ask, why did two very similar things, I mean, Percy Jackson and Harry Potter aren't as similar as Divergent and Hunger Games, in my opinion. Like, I think those two dystopian novels are very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it like yeah so you can kind of compare it to that one and the divergent movies were just not as good as the hunger games movies like they were still like as far as book to movie adaptations go not the worst thing i've ever seen mm-hmm. for divergent Sorry, this is a whole well conversation. for divergent i think um, they started strong and then they just they started strong and then they got really bad yes <laughs> but hunger games stayed consistent mm-hmm. honestly this is really off topic the hunger games Film adaptations are the most faithful film adaptations I've ever seen of a book. Really? Okay. Interesting. There are some things that are cut. Yeah. There's always going to be some things that are cut, but I think as far as, you know, basics Mm -hmm. and plot and following things that happen and not, like, adding too many things, Mm -hmm. it does really well. Yeah. I will challenge... Even better than the first kind of... The Harry Potter movies leave so much out. So much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will challenge, though, this idea of it being the most faithful adaptation, which I think is an even more faithful adaptation. Um, the movie adaptation of Holes. I haven't read Holes. Ah, gotcha. No, they're essentially the same. It, it, there's almost no difference except for the fact that Shia LaBeouf's character in the book is supposed to be a bigger kid and then like as he's at at the summer camp or at the at the whatever kind of camp that he's at gets skinnier and the only reason why they didn't do that is because they didn't want to make a kid gain a lot of weight and then lose that weight in a healthy unhealthy amount of time yeah and like that's the only thing that's different um granted the screen we've we've strayed very far but that's we do that sometimes yeah Um, the best ever book to screen adaptation i've ever seen is looking for Alaska, the TV series. I need to watch that. I need to watch. Also, I I'm trying to think if I episode. I had someone kind of ruin it. Mm. Um, it's my favorite book. I read it every year. Um, I don't think I've re- actually read the book either. I don't think oh, so. It's my favorite book. I have a signed. Maybe copy. I have I'm it right now. No, I'm looking at paper. I'm thinking of Paper Towns. Nope. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I haven't. Looking for Alaska is the best. It's almost word for word, and I think if more people did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think if I'm remembering right, that John Green also had troubles with Fox and the rights to things, because I think Fox, if I'm 
thinking correctly, did buy the rights to looking for Alaska and then never made it. Uh, I don't think it was... Like holding on to Percy Jackson. I don't, I don't think it was Fox. I remember him talking about this, though. I think it was another company that and this was like before the fault in our stars movie came out yeah because this was his like first big book was looking for alaska like yeah. a lot of people knew him for that before they knew him for fault in our stars i'm not i maybe it was fox i'm not i don't know that's part is fuzzy but yeah i remember him talking about that in one of his video blogs yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah why did percy jackson not do as well as harry potter um many reasons yeah many the reasons were terrible um mm-hmm. People think Harry Potter's fancier, I guess. It's, you know, got a bigger age range. Mm-hmm. Percy Jackson's targeted to middle schoolers, and middle schoolers very much like to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Also, I think I, I have a theory about this as well that I'm just kind of thought of, so I'm going to workshop it as I'm talking to you. Um, so in the Harry Potter, it is a completely almost it's a, it, yes, it's like a hidden world amongst ours. But almost every location of the Harry Potter movies, save maybe the last book, takes place in areas that we are not familiar with, and that in in literature that is really a great tool to immerse your audience into oh. a new world. Whereas Percy Jackson, most of the books take place in the uh, in a world that we're familiar with and try to convince us that it's something else. And while the okay. books and the books are great at doing that, uh, it's less like, it, especially if you're a very cynical reader, it's if you're less likely to get attached to the settings of the perk books because you might be familiar with the real world settings. Yeah, touching on that, another thing is people already know about Greek mythology. Mm, yeah. And people who are really big into Greek mythology might not like something where it kind of makes it kid friendly yeah or actual like the the you go back and you read like old tellings of greek myths Mm -hmm. like they're horrific yeah like some of them are so awful and like very rated r Mm -hmm. um like i mean they're great they're great to read but not when you're the age that Percy Jackson's targeted at. Exactly, yeah. Um, All, uh, are you, can I say one more thing? I think, can I piggyback off of what you're... Yes, so yes. And this also, yeah, no, we're going on with I, the mythology, though. So that I was just reminded, so I... Uh, quick background i used to work at a summer camp a boy scout summer camp and part of my job was every week i would run a star party which essentially meant that i had a laser and i would point out constellations and tell the greek mythology behind all the constellations but i got a lot of people telling coming up to me saying hey you got the mythology wrong and tell me a different story when in reality mythology is because there are so many layers and so many different variations of mythology and it's very difficult for people to hear something that they didn't hear, like that is different from what they've heard. Like first, like say that you heard type a of the, the Heracles story first, and then you hear type B, you immediately think, Oh, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a conversation with, I, cause I was like, this kid must've been like 13 or something. And cause we started having a discussion about Percy Jackson. He was saying, I don't like Percy Jackson because all of the myths that they tell are myths that I, that are wrong because he was told very different things. And I think he was yeah. more, he was more relying on, uh, uh, do you know the, the, the video game series, uh, God of war? I've heard of it. Yeah. I it's, mean, but that's also not like a first hand, like you're, you're not reading, you know, an 
an old text about it, you know, that's no, also a fantasy of it, you know? Yeah, and, and so that's the great thing about myth is because, the, yeah, there is no real... There's no rules, really. No, there's no rules, and there's no, like, one answer. There's no one... It's, it's a story. <laughs> yes, and yeah. Uh, and a lot of, I know a lot of people have problems with that, whereas Harry Potter, because it essentially makes up its own mythology, becomes its only source. Can, yeah. So this also goes with what I was going to say. Um, I mean, Harry Potter, while it did really well, also got a lot of backlash because it's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people burn Harry Potter books. I had someone tell me that they were not allowed to read Percy Jackson because um, they come from a very strong Christian household. And I thought this was funny that she was saying this to a pastor's daughter who also comes from a very strong Christian household. Um and she was like, I'm not allowed to read that because it's about different gods. Mm, and I'm interesting. Like, That's okay. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a story. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, I dropped my microphone. Yeah, no worry. Um, like, it's not like Harry Potter doesn't get you to believe in witchcraft, and Percy Jackson's not going to get you to believe in a whole other, like. Yeah, and, like, if you think about it, Percy Jackson, like, kind of makes fun of the mythology that it's based on. Well, and Percy Jackson doesn't deny, like, if you're a Christian, like, if you're a Christian, it also mentions, like, it tries to be, like, this is also real. Yeah. I think Annabeth says something about, like, I'm not gonna deny that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the whole premise of the, the gods and the monsters and everything is that they're brought to life because people believe in them not mm-hmm. necessarily that they're there and then people believe in them we the people have created these this greater force i mean and, you know it's it, it yeah it, it's not trying to push anything on you either though it's not mm. harry potter's not trying to push, push with witchcraft no isn't trying to push death of children um <laughs> divergence not trying to push getting tattoos or, li- or, or Divergent is also not trying to push, literally pushing children off buildings. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> I'm very happy that I made that connection. Uh, I'm looking at other books. Uh, my um, eyes went to 13 Reasons Why, but I don't want to talk about ooh, that. Oh, no. Um... So um, all the boys I loved before isn't trying to get you to write love letters. Exactly. I was gonna mention a book series, but I don't. I, but I don't think anyone knows the series. Please tell me that. You, do you know the book series, uh, The Secrets of the Immortal, Nicholas Flamel? Yes, I read the first few of those, and then they got. I like got distracted. I love those. That I think that book series is like my personal favorite, like YA magic centered series. Those are great. Mm-hmm. Go read them, everybody. Um. I like they're not, but the, the I want to talk about them, but I this is the Percy Jackson podcast. Okay, anyway, let's yeah. shall we go back to those are, those are my reasons why I think Percy Jackson didn't do as well as Harry Potter. Yeah, um, okay, uh, bringing it back around. Yeah, uh, bringing it more back around. Let's go to our next DM. And why do y'all have just usernames that are hard to just pronounce? F E R A L J underscore A C E. How do you say that? I have no clue. Everybody who's on Instagram, why do you have users usernames that you can't actually say? 
Ah! Anyway, sorry. Um, they just talk about, they say, hey, I've been listening to y'all's podcast recently and falling back in love with the series, Cabin 3. Can't wait to spend the quarantine writing in the universe and listening to your analysts. That's great. Also, send us what you write. That'd be so much fun. Yes! Yeah. Please. That'd be awesome. Um, let's see, going next. Oh, this is the the news that brought us to the DMs. Um, so Levens.work, which is a great username and one that you can actually say, um, sent me a link. And I haven't opened this link because I wanted to do it live as we recorded. Uh, but the, the caption of it that she sent, uh, sorry, they sent with it is, this is basically the confirmation that something might be in the works for an adaptation of the Percy Jackson series. You should check it out because it's quite funny. So, and I'm clicking on the, so it goes to Rick Riordan's official website. And it's called Notes from a Winter Solstice Meeting. Should I read it out loud? Uh, yes, please. So it's a little, oh, it's a little script between Rick Riordan and the Greek gods. Okay. Oh, is this the, is this the, with, um, is this when they first, is this old or is this new? Um... December 21st, 2019. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, and the blog goes, Phew, just back from the winter solstice meeting at Mount Olympus. I promised you a report. I don't have any solid news yet, sorry, but I did petition the gods directly, so we'll see what happens. The transcript of my talk with the Olympians is below. And this is the transcript, okay? Notes from the sol- winter solstice meeting, 20, 2019, Mount Olympus, 600th floor, Empire State Building, New York City. Interior, Mount Olympus throne room. We see an aging mortal writer in the midst of a great chamber. Rick, you're not aging. You look good, man. Uh, he is dwarfed by a semicircle of giant thrones inhabited by the Olympian Olympian deities. Rick Riordan, thank you for seeing me, oh great Olympians. Zeus, we understand you want, checks note, a reboot. What is wrong with your present reboot? Present boots. <laughs> Rick Riordan, no, Lord Zeus, a reboot adaptation of my books about Percy Jackson. Zeus, I knew that. Percy, yes, he's a good lad. Those movies, though. Ares, oh, gods, no, just no, I wanted to kill someone. Hermes, to be fair, Ares, you always wanted to kill someone. Ares, that's not the point. Athena, Mr. Riordan, we already rained fire and pestilence upon that studio. Rick Riordan, yes, Lady Athena, and I appreciate that. Athena, the particular division that made those horrendous adaptations have been dismantled, and the remainder of the company has been, dramatic pause, acquired. <laughs> Glances at Zeus. Uh, which... Is, is Olympus Disney? <laughs> Hold on. Glances at Zeus. Which corporation, corporate Hydra did we send to devour it? Starbucks? Amazon? Hephaestus. Grumpily. Disney. I made a very competitive bid with Hephaestus TV, but it was rejected. Bah! Athena, I remember now the Hydra of the Mouse God, a powerful force indeed. At any rate, Mr. Riordan, after your first movie experience, didn't you swear on the river sticks that you would never go to Hollywood again? Rick Riordan, I may have made some rash statements to that effect. Hades. Oh, my word. <laughs> Hades. Uh, we take oaths on the river sticks very seriously, Riordan. Don't make me claim your soul before it's time. Rick Riordan. Uh, no, Lord Hades, of course not. I just thought... Well, honestly, I'd be happy just to just to write to just write books and ignore Hollywood forever. But my fans really, really want me to try again, seeing as there are so many new opportunities now that Disney have acquired the rights. 
Artemis. I loved Frozen. Oh gods, Elsa is a hunt is Hunter Squad goals. TVH though, yes, yes she is. Um yeah. <laughs> Ares, I prefer Mulan. The new live action version looks lit like nuclear bomb lit. Aphrodite, you're silly. The Little Mermaid is the best. Poseidon, for once I agree with you, clears throat. But we're getting off track, like we do. Uh, Riordan needs to appease his fans. That is something we guides can understand. What would you have us do, mortal writer person? A hurricane against Los Angeles? A tsunami? This is, after all, my son son Percy's reputation we're talking about. Rick Riordan, no, Lord Poseidon, nothing so dramatic. The executives I have talked to... So far, have been interested. I think they've listened to me. But there are many people that must give their input, many executives to speak with. Hermes. True, the servants of the mouse god are myriad. Rick Riordan. Right now, they are considering my words and talking and pondering. Athena. That is why such actions must carefully must be carefully considered. Hermes. Ugh. But pondering, though. That could take months, years, decades. Rick Riordan, true, Lord Hermes. It's a very long process. That's why I was hoping you gods could give me your blessing. Uh, perhaps send some good omens our way? Really, any support could help. Zeus, stroking his beard. We could get a hashtag trending on social media. Rick Riordan, actually, my fans already did that without me even asking. It's shot to number one worldwide on Twitter. Demeter, busily sorting different kinds of cereal in a large bowl. You could spend more time in time meeting with people in Hollywood. Rick Riordan, I've already done that. I've gone to L.A. twice this fall, each time for full for a full week of meetings. Artemis, that's a lot of time in L.A. Athena, people, we perhaps we could show Disney how beloved these books are. We could grant you tremendous success and years on the best-selling lists. Hermes waves his hand impatiently. Guys, Rick Riordan's already got huge success. Those Percy books have been the bestseller, has been on the bestseller list for ten solid years. They sh- they should be a strong enough message. I didn't realize how long this was, by the way, when we picked this. But oh well. Oh, this is interesting. I kind of want to read the, the whole of it. Uh, Ares. Well, I suppose that leaves us no choice but a full frontal assault. I summon the war chariots, Rick Riordan. That's not necessary, Lord Ares. Just your blessings are all I ask. May I continue to negotiate and push for new uh, for a new adaptation? Will you favor my efforts? Poseidon. Absolutely. Those books ha- have brought me an incredible publicity. Uh, I mean, they've brought all of us incredible pu- publicity. Ares. Uh, I didn't come across. I didn't. I didn't come across as a very nice guy. Silence. Athena, anyway, what would this new adaptation look like, Riordan? Rick Riordan, I have some very specific ideas, but it's too early to say. We have to wait to see what the minions of the Mouse God are willing to consider. The most important thing is to do is a, is a faithful adaptation that makes the fans of my books happy. They've been waiting for over ten years, and I really don't want to let them down. Hermes, yes, fine, but what's our cut? Rick Riordan, your cut? Um, well, you'll get lots of publicity. New readers hearing about you, learning your names and your of your deeds. I'll even burn a sandwich in your honor. Hermes, peanut butter? Rick Riordan, sure. Hermes, you are a shrewd negotiator, Riordan. I will support you. <laughs> Zeus, would you be willing to take some notes on the script, though? For one thing, I should be played by Brad Pitt. Ares, no, I'm Brad Pitt. Demeter, looking, looks, looks up from her large bowl of cereal. No, Brad Pitt is mine. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> Hera, go back to your go back to sorting your frosted flakes, sister. 
I always come off looking like the villain in your books, Riordan. Why is that? Why should I support you, Riordan? Well, uh, well, Lady Hera, Zeus, don't be touchy, my dear. He look, he took artistic liberties. That is all. Hera, hmm. Zeus, speaking of artistic liberties, what if, hear me out, if we made Percy Jackson a teenaged vampire? Beside, never, but I think the story would work well if we made all the characters be in their early 20s. We turned it into a sort of spy thriller meets romantic comedy. Athena, or perhaps we could let the author do what his millions of fans wants and be faithful to the source material. Zeus, well, I suppose you're the goddess of wisdom for a reason. Athena, also, I want to be played by Brie Larson. Hermes, Dipsum Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh my god, that'd be great. Um, Hades, I want Stanley to have a cameo. Zeus, Stanley is dead. May the gods rest his soul. Hades, you're, t- you're talking to the Lord of the Underworld world here. Rick Riordan, suddenly an animated adaptation isn't sounding so bad. Oh no! <laughs> That's what I have said for many a year. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Uh, I'm almost done. Okay, Aphrodite, I just want to know when the casting calls are, Rick Riordan, and my lady. Aphrodite, well, I don't have any acting experience, but I look perfect for the role of Aphrodite, and my friends tell me I'm very dramatic. Artemis, you are Aphrodite, you nitwit. Aphrodite, don't be rude, I just want an audition, Rick Riordan. Uh, Okay, so then, do I have your permission to keep pressing for a new adaptation? Muttering and whispering among whispering among the gods. Zeus, very well, mortal rider, but even with the gods on your side, this would be a very difficult struggle, and it may be a long time before you get a clear answer. Unlike the Olympians, Hollywood does not work during the winter. Holidays. Everyone is out of their office until New Year's, and they're out of their office for longer now. Um, Rick Riordan, yes, Lord Zeus, but I must keep trying for the fans, for the children. Hera. You're so dramatic. You're as uh, you're as dramatic as Aphrodite. By the way, I expect my part to be played by Elizabeth Taylor. Rick Riordan, but she's... Uh, I'll see what I can do, Lady Hera. Zeus, excellent. Now, if you'll excuse us, Riordan, we have business to attend to. These climate disasters aren't going to create themselves. Riordan exits, bowing and scraping. Uh, zoom out uh, from Mount Olympus uh, to an aerial view of Manhattan. Fade to black. Okay. Woo! So... Maybe more news on an adaptation. Sounds like it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sending us that, by the way. Uh, and then we have one last DM to read. And it's just a wonderful meeting from someone named Cassie about our, how they love our podcast and uh, how we're so entertaining. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I just read a lot from Rick Riordan's blog tbh though um one of the things we were planning on doing though is reading another thing from rick riordan's blog i don't think i should anymore yeah i think that'll be a special for um what upcoming yeah yeah uh we so months ago we said that we were going to do a live stream of us watching the first movie and i think What do you say after someone's yawn? Not excuse me. I don't know. Anyway. um, (laughs) Thank you for breathing. Um, But so I think in quarantine, I think it's the best time to do some kind of live stream that unites all of us. So we're going to do a live stream party of watching the Lightning Thief movie. Hey. Woo. Um. 
So yeah, we're gonna do this. Uh, we are gonna do this on Monday the thirtieth. Yeah, thirtieth, um, at seven p.m. Central Time, um, and uh, it's going to be through the app called Cast, which is spelled K-A-S-T. I'll put more information on an Instagram post after this episode gets uh, uploaded with all the information that you may need. But you now come and join us as we pick apart the lightning thief movie and and uh, hannah and i will be there and it'll be a lot of fun yes it oh. won't be fun it'll be fun to be there but it won't be fun to watch yeah and don't worry if you cannot make the live stream we're going to record it uh, on audio and upload it as a special podcast so that you can enjoy our commentary throughout the whole thing uh even if you can't make the live stream yeah, I mean, one of my favorite podcasts did that. Um, they just said we're starting the movie now, and mm-hmm. everyone starts it together. And, yeah. So, yeah, if yeah, you can watch it along with us, um, just don't purchase the movie. I, I didn't. Um, it it doesn't just... some Prime, isn't it? It is? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I got I it by not-so-legal methods. I think it's also... On Disney Plus. Oh, I forgot that if it is or not. Yeah, must be. I don't know. Hopefully. I think it's on Disney Plus. Okay, cool. Well, I... Oh, well. <laughs> I, I did already what I have done. I'm going to look for it while we while we talk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's all the DMs. Is there anything else that we want to cover before getting into the chapters? Uh, do we have exciting podcast news? Like, maybe something that people might have already heard an ad for oh yeah we're sponsored now by the way we official Woo! they already heard that at the beginning of the episode though okay <laughs> yeah i i might actually i know all the other podcasts have it at the beginning of their episodes i don't know if that's where it will automatically go forever or if i can control if it goes in the mid if it can go in the mid i'll put it in the mid um but you'll if you've already heard it in the beginning you've already heard it in the beginning mm-hmm. yeah we yeah. We official now. So, Percy Jackson, you can rent it on Amazon Prime for four dollars, which just seems like way too much. Yeah, but I do think it's on Disney Plus. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Well, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to go through some chapters of Sea of Monsters. Yeah. Mm. That's a wonderful noise to end on. And we are back. Hannah, what disgustingness did you find on Disney Plus? I'm looking at Logan Lerman holding a very long lightning bolt. So, like, I mean, usually Logan Lerman, like, isn't that bad of a sight. But, like, in this case, it is. Listen, I love him in Perks of Being a Wallflower. He does so great. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor. What has he done recently? He was, he's on this new Amazon Prime show called Hunters. It's about, like, Nazi hunters. Oh. It's really good. Is he a Nazi hunter? Uh, possibly. I haven't watched the show, but I did see the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, Logan Lerman." Okay, so gotcha. I was like, Yeah, I'll watch this. Yeah, what are the so? Okay, what's what's Annabeth girl? What's her name? What is she doing? She just in Baywatch, right? She was in Baywatch. She's yeah. so good in Baywatch. They're all great actors. Just a very bad movie. And who plays? What's the guy that plays Grover's name? What's his name? Brandon something. Brandon something, right? 
I don't remember. Extra scenes? Oh, it's the promo. Details. Can I read you, please, the description for this movie? Is this Lightning Thief or Sea of Monsters? This is Lightning Thief. Okay. I can read both. Okay, yeah, do uh, do both. That'd be great. <laughs> Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the Lightning Thief, brought to a special camp for gods in training. What? <laughs> a 17-year-old boarding school dropout upon discovering that he's Poseidon's half-human son embarks on a cross-country trip with a satyr protector and Athena's daughter to save his kidnapped mother, retrieve Zeus's stolen lightning bolt, and prevent a deadly war between the gods. So, like, that is accurate. Up and, uh, except the part where they're not gods in training. <laughs> I wonder if this person was writing this description on their phone and their phone corrected demigods to just gods. Oh. They have they have to have sea of monsters though. Alright, alright. I'm looking. I'm I'm looking. I don't wanna look, but I I will. Yeah, I think they have sea of monsters. Well, they should. I mean, by the way, I I rewatched a scene from Sea of Monsters after reading one of these chapters. To be like, oh, I think they, I think like the 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 movie like got like this one chapter, right? No, not even that one chapter. <laughs> Very they frustrated. Only have lightning thief. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Wait, let me just search. Okay. Sea of monsters. Oh, okay, that's not how that works. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Were all you right. just trying to command it to show you Sea of Monsters? I did. How See, tired are you? Under the sea. Under the sea. Well, just put it this way. Uh, no, but there is Sea of Hope. Oh. Which looks to be a delightful... It's America's underwater treasure. Barack Obama popped up when I clicked on it. So it must be somewhat decent. This is a better option the, the, than yeah. Sea of Monsters. Maybe we should have our viewing party of that instead. Yeah, I like, okay. I like that more. Yeah. You know what I just realized I forgot to do for this episode, by the way? I said, last epi- I said last episode that I was going to be reading that awful knockoff Percy Jackson book. I haven't yet, y'all. I've been moving. I'm so sorry. I'll get to it this week. Um, I'll, get, I, I'll have some reviews of it or of some of the chapters for our live stream. Um, which, by the way, in this live stream, we'll also do other, another reading of Rick Riordan's blog, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, and I was going to do for this episode, but then after reading an entire other blog post, I decided to not. All right. Yeah. I found, I found, I'm, I'm going to keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Da, I, da, mean, da. I saw a sea of monsters so recently. Da, da. Maybe Disney was like, ooh, no. Not during coronavirus. Okay, I've seen Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. It's not on here. Interesting. But the Spiderwick Chronicles is. On Disney Plus? No, on Netflix. Okay, gotcha. I live for the Spiderwick Chronicles. I love those books. I used to write plays about them in class, and then we'd, I'd make... Um, when we had inside recess, I would make everyone sit and watch them. Oh, the Spiderwick Chronicles are what got me into reading. They're so good. Yeah. 
Have you read any other? What we read. But super quick though, have you ever read anything written uh, anything else written by Holly Black? No. She is a wonderful writer. Oh my goodness! Go read Fairy, everybody, by Holly Black. It's amazing. Okay. Speaking of reading. Sea of Monsters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But let's go back to the good Sea of Monsters, the book. All right. Chapter three. We hail the taxi of eternal torment. I think my car should be renamed Taxi of Eternal Torment. <laughs> Let me know in the reviews if you think that's what I should name it. Because sometimes, I'm a good driver, but sometimes I do drive, like, triplet old women with one eye. Don't spoil anything, my goodness. No, it's fine. Uh, My first note is Persebeth, Persebeth, Persebeth. I don't see Persebeth here. No, I just wrote it down. But I don't see it here. Okay, they're y'all. They're back in action. Like, but yeah, okay, yeah, they're back in action, friends. but they're not romantic. As friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, by the way, here's a note for all of you fandom people out there. Don't as, um, immediately, like, label something as a romantic or, like, a ship when it's just a non-toxic friendship. Just don't. Going back to the book. I think it's fine. Uh, if you know that they are a couple at some point. Yeah, but like I've seen people like ship Percy and Grover because they just have oh, a, a oh no because they have oh, a because no, no, no. they have a very like non toxic like friendship and people yeah. f- view that as like a shipping thing and this also happens a lot in like queer fandoms of like multiple different things where you just have two men that are in a non like non masculine toxic friendship and then you just ship them. And it frustrates me. No, 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 no. All right. So the, the, the I wrote my next note. So to go over this chapter, as we recall from the last time, they just escaped the gym as those, um, I can't pronounce it, those big, uh, the big scary dudes. Yep. You know, the last, the Lastrogonians? Lastrogonians? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, they were playing dodgeball to the death. And they escaped. They got out of there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and who saved them? Annabeth Chase, uh, as always. So they're out in the alley. Hannah, and would you agree that she kind of had to chase them down? Yes, I would agree. I would. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. she immediately is like, where did you find him talking about Tyson? And she's just clearly disgusted and Percy's confused because he's like hey my best friend's here mm-hmm. uh yeah and then he's like wait what's up with Tyson and the first thing about the second thing Annabeth said is he homeless but I thought that was just kind of an odd question but if you you know read the later chapters you get it but I, I wrote down I was like that's a very rude question yeah um, Annabeth sassy yeah uh, I mean she's like 12 13 not even 12 12 13 year olds but sometimes you don't have a filter, and that's the same for, like, 19, 20-year-olds Oh, absolutely. Well. Yeah. Um, and then, so, it's, like, it's, like, really quick, like, the building's on fire, everyone, it's still chaos. Mm. And Tyson's like, I talk, you are pretty. And Anna's like, ew, gross. And you'll learn. 
things about why, you know, looking back, this all makes sense. Um, so Tyson's hands are, are fine. His hands, he was catching these firing dodgeballs and his hands, his hands are fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so odd. Um, and Percy does notice that. And then Annabeth finds it weird that Percy was attached with Tyson around and Percy's still like, what? I don't understand. Um, and it's it's just it's very snappy. Like it, this book jumps into the action immediately. Yeah. Um, which is a really Rick Riordan writes some of the best action. Like mm-hmm. that's just a fact. He writes some of the best action. Yeah. Um, so it's very snappy, and back and forth, back and forth. Like, have you been having weird dreams? Yeah, about Grover. What do you mean about Grover? And then stuff's going on at camp. Percy's like, what? What's going on at camp? Um. So monsters take Annabeth all the way from Virginia. You could say that she left Virginia and she ran away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again. And in my head, you know the you know the song Country Roads. I know of it. Take me home. I only to know. The place. This is the only part of the song that I know. And then they shout out West Virginia, but in my head I went West Virginia. Hannah. <laughs> 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 I watched the episode of The Office last night where Andy and Dwight sing it. So it's, it's this is just I need to get out of the house. This quarantine is not going well. You are going me. insane in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Percy tries to explain to Tyson like what's going on. Like so, okay, so gods will have they'll get it on with mortals, and then they'll have kids, and those kids are called half-bloods. And Tyson's like, yeah. Not, like, not so gods. Writers of the lightning thief description. Right. Demigods. Um, and Tyson's like, yeah. And Percy's like, all oh, this crazy stuff. And Tyson's like, yeah, that's okay. And Percy's so confused why he's taking it. And then Tyson's like, your son of sea god, and Percy's like, yeah, my dad's decided, and Tyson starts to put things together quicker than Percy. Percy's very slow on the on the picking stuff up. Mm. Um, you mean Tyson's slow on the pickup? No, I mean Percy's slow mm. on the picking stuff up. Stuff gotcha. Because Tyson's like, that means because uh, he knows. Oh, what gotcha. We yeah. know, but we can't say maybe spoilers. Yeah, Tyson knows already. Um. So, there's a line about uh, the last Dragonians that I find really funny, and it's like, uh, what would you call them in English? And she thinks about it, and she calls them Canadians. Yeah. I mean, Canadians are cannibal giants. I'm sorry, Canadians. Sorry, Canadians. Wait, I can look up how much of our audience is from Canada. Hold on. Okay, you do that while I keep talking. I'm going to yes. finish talking about the chapter. So they get in this taxi, and there's something weird about the taxi. Oh, no, what's going on with the taxi? Well, by it's the... run by three women, the Grey Sisters, and they share one eye between them. Their and one tooth. Tempest, Anger, and Wasp. Yep. And we looked it up. It's not the Faith or the Furies. It's the Grey Sisters. Yeah. Uh, so 10% of our audience comes from Canada. 10%? Yes. I'm sorry, Canadian. <laughs> yep. And I can even like go even further. Most of it's from Ontario. Some of it's from British Columbia. This news hosting site is great. Awesome. So, so we, we have ten... kind of know where you are. So we have 10% of pe- listeners are these cannibal man-eating giants. It's okay. 
be who you want to be. <laughs> um, there's a line about, like, Annabeth said, we definitely need to take him. Now, come on. And then it says, I didn't like the way she said that. As if Tyson were a big disease, we need to get to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is Tyson the coronavirus? Ha, ha, ha. I'm just trying to be relevant. All right, so they get in the taxi, and we know what's going on with the taxi. So I'm better gray, sisters, this sister's gray, tempest, anger, and what? And uh, they start to like, they're going crazy. They're passing the eye book between them. One trying to eat the drachma. Uh, and <laughs> with very, their gummy mouth. They're racing the Long Island. Uh-huh. They're going as fast as they can. Um, and one of the sisters, I believe it's Tempest, spoils something. Because Tempest said, we can tell you the location you seek. And Percy's like, what location? And they're like, oh, no, too soon. But they, Percy, so they lose the eye and it rolls into the back seat and it's just on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Um, and Percy goes to pick it up and he won't give it back unless they tell him the location. And they give him four numbers. They give him 30, 31, 75, and 12. Mm-hmm. And they won't explain what that is. But like, <sighs> Percy, Annabeth, that's obviously coordinates. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, at the time, like, you know, a high risk situation. Yeah. I mean, I read it and I'm like, oh, coordinates, but also I've already read this book and seen the movie, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, oh, I just remembered one of my favorite Annabeth moments is in this book, so I'm very excited to get to it. Oh, God. But as they're Good. pulling up on camp, they reference Talia's tree, and it says, which contain the life force of a fallen hero. And I like that little reminder of Talia's tree because we're going to know a little bit more about it in mm. the next chapter. Yeah. And so they pull up to camp get out of the taxi, the sisters vanish, and camp is kind of crazy. There's a there's a battle ha- happening on Camp half Blood Hill. Yeah. Uh, super, so, uh, so before we get to the next chapter, though, so I mentioned that I had, like, looked at it, like, watched a scene from the movie, because I thought that, like, the movie had gotten something right. It was this chapter. Because, like, I had brief, like, memories of the taxi ride, um, in the movie, but like only of the, the Grey Sisters. I'm like, oh, I think they might have gotten that part right. So I looked up the scene. No, um, one of them, Grover, is with them. By the way, for in the movie, um, also in the movie, they're not. They're leaving camp to go to somewhere else. Don't remember where. I think it's probably L.A. or something. Don't remember. Um, or maybe Florida. One of the two. They're going somewhere. They're not going to camp. Um. Ah, uh, it just like also reminds me like this scene in the movie. I would I would urge all of you listeners to go watch the scene because it is very clear that they are just trying to copy the night bus from Harry Potter. Yeah, like it is insane. They even do like the splitting apart gag that the night bus did or like well, the night bus did like the squishing gag. But like it's so similar. Okay. <sighs> Drives me crazy. But okay, yeah. So let's going on to the chapter four. Chapter four is called Tyson Plays with Fire. Oh. Um So there there is a battle happening on Half Blood Hill. Um 
it's a lot of campers versus these golden bulls. But these, hey, these bulls are huge. They have, the book describes them as about the size of elephants. And on top of that, they're breathing fire, which is also just great. So they exit the, the taxi cab and the Gray Sisters are gone. And they immediately, and Percy and Annabeth immediately go into battle, especially after they notice that Clarice is leading the battle on the hill and they are not doing very well. So they rush for the first time in, in the book series. They rush to Clarice's aid here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it says like the fellow warriors were scattering, running in panic as the bulls charge. They're like everything is burned. It's just bad. And Percy first goes, Tyson, stay here. No, I don't want you to get hurt or anything. And Annabeth once again goes, no, we need him. So like smart girl there. Mm-hmm. Um. And Percy tries to be like, well, he's just this mortal kid. And Annabeth just, like, keeps trying to say, no, we need him in, like, a non-suspicious way, essentially. Um, then it has, like, this, like, little joke that I find hilarious. Um, Annabeth talks about needing sunscreen with the fire. And the sunscreen that she says she, that she needs is Medea's suns- sunscreen SPF 50,000. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just great. But, like... Yeah, um, so they have that little joke, and they eventually, you know, go into battle, and they are fighting. You know, essentially, Calarius is barking orders at the, the warriors that are still there. Um, uh, per- Percy saves Clarice, uh, pulling her back from a fireball that gets shot by one of the, the bulls. And Clarice gets a little mad, but continues fighting. Uh, and then Annabeth kind of takes over. You know, she's shouting some orders and everything. And uh, eventually Percy gets into a pretty sticky situation where bull number two um, uh, is uh, is facing off with Percy because bull number one is going uh, back, is a little out of Percy's range. And Percy's going to fight this bull. And he tries to lunge and gets out of a, a fireball or flames a bull to blow um is trying to blow out but he's not gonna get out fast enough because his foot is caught on something a tree root maybe um as, as the book says and he perceives thinks that maybe his ankle is broken and annabeth yells tyson tyson help him so like even more we, we're seeing this uh even more but tyson can't get through the barrier so mm-hmm. i think this is one of the coolest like bits of of like PGO lore is about yeah. just the the ritual of half bloods allowing non mytho like people. I don't know what what how you would say that, but like yeah. mm-hmm. or like even monsters like giving them permission to go into camp. I think that is like a super interesting part of the how their whole world works. Personally, yeah. I don't know why, but I just love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. So Annabeth gives Tyson permission to come inside and Tyson like just basically goes to town on fighting this bull and Percy thinks that his friend is dead because the the whole fight gets essentially just gulfed in flames. But when the flames die down, we see that Tyson is totally fine. Not even his clothes are burned. Whoa, 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 whoa. See the symbolism between Percy fighting a bull like creature the menace hard to get into camp and tyson fighting a bull-like creature to get into 
I didn't notice this, but oh my god, yeah! I didn't notice that either. Rick. Wow. Rick. Richard. I see you, I see you Rick. Uncle Richard. You shouldn't have. Dude. Stop it. You but shouldn't don't. have. Yeah. Even a symbolism. Yeah. And Percy's so and so Percy's <laughs> taking a moment to like be amazed at this, and then Tyson actually saves Percy's life once again, telling him to duck because another fireball is going over Percy's head. One second. Oh. You again? Family saving family. <laughs> what? I said family saving family. <laughs> and not even knowing it yet. Yeah. That's why I was coughing. Yeah. But anyway, so the other role gets taken down. Clarice is mad because, you no, know, Percy kind of took her thunder there. And they have a little fight. Um, Excuse me, I burped a little bit. <sighs> yeah. And they kind of... And they... And then Clarice kind of brings the argument to, why in the world do you uh, would you allow Tyson, this stranger, into the boundary? And, like... Everyone kind of has this moment of looking at Tyson and we see the mist kind of go away. And we notice that Tyson doesn't have two eyes. He has one. Can I talk about this mist part for a second? Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to let you finish the chapter first, actually. But remind me that I have beef with the mist. Gotcha. So I'm almost done, yeah. So we they, just, they figure out that Tyson is a cyclops and probably a, like a baby cyclops because he is still pretty small. Um, and, like, that's why he's kind of dumb, because he's not a teenager, he's... Because he's very, oh. he's very young for a Cyclops, so yeah. he's, like, the younger in the Hannah, so would you say that Tyson is a baby? Is that how you use that trend? I don't know. I think that's how you use that trend. I'm not hip with the kids. Guess what the episode's being titled now? Tyson is baby. Tyson is baby. <laughs> Alright, that's fine. Okay. And so they kind of have a little discussion that we're like, so they rope in that Tyson's homeless and everything and how this is actually a common occurrence in their, in the, in the Greek mythology modern day world where monsters are born, the monsters that are like half god and half some kind of spirit, they're born very often but since one of the parents are human uh monster these monster babies are mo- very likely to you know be abandoned and become homeless and often die at a young age so it's a miracle that tyson survived this long and uh percy's kind of shocked and then we get introduced to the fact that uh chiron is not the director anymore or the yeah. uh, activities director it's a guy named tantalus who's tantalus we'll find out later um, and Argus, Argus is gone. And Argus is gone too. Yeah. And then, Clarice is like a lot of things have happened since since you were away, you two, Annabeth and Percy. And they're like, like what? Basic, essentially. And Clarice shows them that the pine tree, Talia's pine tree, is dying. Mm-hmm. Someone. And the chapter ends with the phrase, "Someone had poisoned it." Da, 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 da. And that's where the chapter ends. Yeah. Yeah. So what's so, up? Yeah, what's the mist thing that you wanted to talk about? I have beef with the mist and how it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. So Annabeth says to Percy, she's like trying to see through it. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, do you have to acknowledge that it exists to see through it all the time? Is it like an exposure thing? Like the more you're exposed hmm. to stuff that breaks from the mist, the easier. Because Sally is like gifted or whatever and that she can just automatically see through it. Yeah. I wonder. But, like, it affects yeah. Percy. And I don't know if it's like an intentional thing. Like the mist was like Percy can't know. But like, mm. I don't know. The mist is the mist is almost like another character, and it's like got weird personality traits. Like Annabeth, like you can, you just have to, you just have to try and see through it. And that's like, could you tell a mortal to do that? Like it doesn't mm. make sense. And why was it broken for everyone else, but not Percy? Is it because Percy's got way less exposure to this? I mean, you think after last book he'd be fine. Yeah. And that you'd think like past camp barriers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it probably has something to do with the fact, with his prophecy and how this is kind of his destiny and therefore, like, he can't see through the mist all the time because of the prophecy. Though I all... But, like, Rachel can see through it. Yeah. So I wonder if, like, there are, like, almost two levels to the mist. Where it's, like, the general mist, which is the... The mortals can't see everything, but people that aren't mortals um, can see it. And then, like, a part of it then is, like, even stuff that demigods can miss. Because the same kind of... I think this you can kind of bring this to... Oops, something happened on my computer. Um, but you can have, almost have the same kind of discussion with... Um, in The Lightning Thief, with Percy and Annabeth and all of them not seeing that the lightning, the lightning bolt is in the backpack yet. Mm-hmm. So they open the backpack and yeah, exactly. So I feel like there are there there are two levels to the mist. Yeah, and it's well, a question I feel of like the yeah. gods can manipulate it. Yeah, yeah. So, but is it even like the gods controlling the mist, or is is the second layer of the mist the all powerful being that kind of brings the gods into existence because people believe in them or have believed in them? Mm-hmm. Is is that what it is? Ooh, this is a fun conversation. Yeah. The, the mist, like, I feel like needs its whole own episode. Yeah. Because it's, it's just so complex, and it's the one thing that's, like, always kind of thrown me a little bit. Because mm. I don't want to shame anything, but sometimes it feels like a convenient device that yeah. only, like... Like it only affects some characters. Yeah. Like, do you remember in the final battle in the in the last Olympian when like Paul was fighting? Yeah, because he doesn't. Like, I don't know how he saw through the mist. Well, clearly he did, but like how? No, because he has. Like, doesn't he have a line in the last in in the last book where like I don't see what I'm fighting, but I'm fighting that kind. Doesn't he have that kind of line? Like that. I think that, like I thought that. he I thought he had something like that. I don't know. Potentially, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Um, but it's just like since Sally knows, like she can see through the mist. Could she say, "Hey, Paul, look closer at that"? I don't think I don't think mortals would have that power to tell other mortals. Because Sally can see through it. Yeah, but like I think, so, but Sally doesn't have any god blood in her. I think. Well, is you... it is it a god blood thing or is it like a um? It's just like a trick, like a, a magic, like a, a, a forced perspective kind of hmm. thing. I wonder if you could compare it to 
the, the idea of like um muggle-born wizards in Harry Potter were like sometimes yeah it does happen but it's rare oh, enough yeah, like, where... you know like Hermione has no reason to be a you know nothing no. in her bloodline that would make her and there are you know wizards who have like pure blood what they call them in the books mm-hmm. like Dumbledore's sister was a squib yeah yeah squib Ariana. that's what they're called yeah the 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 people that are born to wizard parents but aren't magic yeah so i wonder if i wonder if it is like a dna thing where sometimes it is no generally a fluke and sometimes i don't know uncle rick gotta give us answers man so the mist rick (laughs) the mist yeah really percy jackson movie actually amazing but we just can't tell oh no i don't i don't think that it is i think that we're good with that why couldn't the mist have made it seem like the movie just didn't exist? <laughs> or like just make the movie disappear in general. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is an interesting interesting question. Uh y'all, y'all should like DM us and tell us what you think. Cause this is a really interesting discussion point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you got anything else to say, Hannah? I've got some uh Mm-hmm. I have some uh, podcast reviews. Ooh, yes! So, give me, give me. On, on, I can only access the ones on Apple, but this one is from the user who gave themselves the nickname New Sword, and it says that the title is how I found Percy Jackson, and it says, I finished Harry Potter, then I got the first Magnus Chase book, then found the lightning thief in my library, so I started reading all the books. Perfect. Um... <laughs> Yeah, the thought of you went from Harry Potter to Magnus Chase, but I mean, like, it is kind of marketed as its own thing. Yeah, but can you imagine reading, not reading the like the Percy Jackson books first? I can't imagine that. You'd be like, why is this Annabeth character significant? Yeah. Oh, I would. I would. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to say like you're wrong in doing that, listener. But like, I just can't imagine that. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It's just, like, it'd be interesting to go back and be in your shoes. Yeah, I wonder... I don't think I would have picked up that book had I not been a fan. I wonder if that's why the new, newer series have fewer books and, like, are not coming out, like, a whole series than a whole other series or, like, in, they're kind of intertwined so that someone could pick up, like, the newest book at the beginning yeah. of the series and then find its mm-hmm. way back to the older series. I wonder. Yeah, I mean, you could read Magnus Chase on your own. Yeah. Without, you know, the, Percy's in a couple of them. But, you know, it introduces them. You just, you miss a lot of backstory. Yeah. And you get all the spoilers for when you go back and read. Yeah, really. <laughs> all right, there were more reviews. Uh, this one says Percy uh, Best. Yes. Uh, that's the title. It's from Percy Seven Jackson. And this says, love this podcast. Every once in a while, though, it can be a little unreliable for the names of monsters. Sorry about that. Uh, still amazing, though. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, this last one says, Kane Chronicles, please. And it's from a bunch of emojis. It's the nickname. And it says, I love this podcast. Please continue and do the Kane Chronicles next. As I think we should. I think we totally I think we need can to. do a spin-off of King Chronicles, but like I said, they aren't my favorite. But like the first King Chronicle book came that one before. Is 
But like, if you start, if you look at the series like in chronological order, technically, King Chronicles is before Last Olympian. No, it's not. Or not, not Last Olympian. Sorry, the the Heroes of Olympus series. Lost Hero. Yeah, the Lost Hero. Thank you. Yeah. So, like, technically, we should do the King Chronicles next. Let's, Just saying. let's get through the first two. <laughs> okay. At this rate, we're going to be in a nursing home by the point we get to yeah. King Chronicles. All right. And then I think that was all of them. Sweet. At least on Apple Podcast. I don't know if you can leave a review on Spotify or not, but just uh, I love seeing them. Yeah. Uh, so keep keep posting yeah yeah and keep and share this podcast and everything that you know help bring other people to it that'd be great um hannah do you have any social medias that you want to plug Hannah Liz on everything yep and i'm some braden stuff on youtube tiktok and instagram and remember uh our live stream on monday the 30th at 7 p.m we're watching the first book and not the first book the first movie um that hasn't barely anything to do with the book um and we're gonna do like some little pre-activities like reading the blog post and we might have a more discussion about the mist who knows we'll see yeah all right cool all right well see you later have a great quest bye bye The theme music in this podcast is Take Me Higher by Jazzar and is licensed under an attribution share alike license. There's a link to the music in our show notes. This is a fan created podcast. This podcast has no affiliation with Rick Riordan, Disney, or any of its affiliations.